Hello and welcome to episode 161 of the 61 IndieCast. Oh, so excited for that intro because 161, it was a lot of alliteration. My name is Mike Towndrow. Tonight I'm joined by one Matthew Wright. Oh. And the man, the myth, the legend, the Matt Black Studio. That's me. Eric. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Hi, my name is Eric, but I'm also the Matt Black Studio. What is That's up? you. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Eric... He is currently developing a now fully funded on Kickstarter super yeah. rad video game, Lucid. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> and uh, yeah, asked you here tonight to talk about some of the Lucid uh, uh, influences. We're very excited to have you. We just did that gameplay overview. What what I call it? A developer overview, I think. I think so. Something yeah. like that. Where, gameplay uh, overview or yeah, something. something like that. Uh, you, you played through, uh, masterfully played through the first half hour or so of Lucid. We talked about yeah. some of the mechanics and some of the ideas going into it and stuff like that. It's it's uh-huh. it's a good time, and people should definitely check that out. And please do. Lucid. Yeah. yeah, tell me, tell me what you think. Tell us what you think. Yeah, please. Yeah, we want to know. Um, Eric, I want to know the elevator pitch behind Lucid once again. But first, let me remind folks that you are listening. To the Six One IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene as smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and youtube.com slash 61indie. Supporters on patreon.com slash 61indie could tune in live as we record and gain access to Clocked Out, the IndieCast post-show. But if money is tight, no worries. You still can support us with a simple click wherever you're listening. Go ahead and leave this podcast a review. Follow at 61indie on your social media poison of choice. Subscribe and hit the bell on youtube.com slash 61indie and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans supporting on Patreon. Brett Griffin, Kobe Cordes, Jacob McCourt, JC, a new one. Hello, Jay. Jill Grote, Nicholas Johnson, Nicole Humphrey, play it Jason, The Compound, and Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir. Bit of housekeeping for you. The mini indie, sh- the mini indie showcase, it happened on August 31st. Nope, August 30th, that day. Uh, in case you missed it, you should go check that out on YouTube.com slash 61Indie and 61Indie.com slash showcase. Uh what was it? 33 games, 47 minutes, a whole bunch of uh, interviews, some some written pieces up on the, on the, uh, the website. It's a good time. Uh, PAX West, there's some content out there in the ether. Uh, I was on Video Game Trivia, hosted by one Jacob McCourt. Uh, that is currently on Giant Bomb's YouTube channel, which is a wild statement to That's say. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I was also on Crossplay Conversations, uh, the PAX West episode, uh, with a bunch of friends talking about their uh their experiences at pax and and games that they've played i played a total of one game at pax so i talked about one game <laughs> uh was and then that, as it what's up was that the video in front of like a big window yeah i, I saw that one that was great yeah. you were great it's like the perfect like set dressing background also yeah in that video and, yeah you could and like uh, the gradient so like, like went oh, dude, from so nice. dusk to dawn it was awesome really yeah. cool Arguably the best part about PAX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, like we mentioned, uh, Lucid, there's the gameplay overview with Eric. Uh, first half hour of the game. Uh, next week, by the time you're listening to this, uh, we will have a proper interview with Eric uh, once Kyle is back in office, the figurative office. The and, uh, yeah, <laughs> That coward. <laughs> uh, and, of course, you should go support Lucid on Kickstarter. Despite hitting the goal, there's a bunch of cool stretch goals happening right now now yeah eric hi you call lucid a celestilvania i do you like to make up words i do i made up the word celestoidvania yeah 
Is yeah. Slastoidia in you? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I, I it's, like it's where the yeah the words are made up and the points don't matter. Um, but yeah, Celest, <laughs> Celestoidvania. Because here's the deal, guys. How many times do you say it's a oh it's a roguelite vania or like right. it's a something vania? And they always drop the Metroid, and I'm like that is disrespectful oh, to yeah. the other grandpappy of the Metroidvania genre. So I was like, there's no way I'm cutting it out. So I had to tack on. I kept the something in there, so it's Celestoid to T and the O, the Celestoidvania. I don't know. You still decapitated, but not as egregiously. Yeah, I, I, I consider it like Vania cut off the castle, so some of the sure. Metroid could get cut off. It seems even and fair. Yeah, I, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I try. Well, Eric, for those who are unfamiliar, what is Lucid? Lucid is a game I'm developing. Um, it is uh, like a love letter to my childhood. It is essentially, I mean, Celestoidvania, but that's just a fancy way of saying um, it's a Metroidvania with um, some mobility and movement options very unique to the genre. And it's heavily inspired from a specific portion in Celeste and also games like The Messenger that we I keep forgetting. It was one of those things that I played The Messenger again and I'm like, wait a minute, this feels, oh yeah, yeah, I did also get influenced <laughs> by The Messenger. Cool. But uh, the long and short of it is uh, games where you have jump resources to stay in the air and you can refresh those resources by hitting a target and then you can stay airborne. That in a nutshell, I just took that and ran with it, and I built a game around it, and that is Lucid. Hell yeah. Game of 2024 slash 25, maybe? I don't know. Well, I, yeah. I hear. Game of the future, I hear. Yeah, I like that. Game of the future. Game of the it's, future. Yeah, very accurate. So yeah, I figured uh, we always talk about the Metroidvania genre um, mm-hmm. here on IndieCast, but I feel like we've never done a like an actual episode like talking about some of our favorite indie Metroidvanias because mm-hmm. obviously there's been a big resurgence in the past mm-hmm. what Matt like ten years I'd, I'd say at this point it feels like yes yeah <laughs> yes yeah. Um, yeah. so I want to yeah just like take advantage of the lucid inspirations and have a nice conversation about indie Metroidvanias um, and I figured it would be best to start out with the messenger mm-hmm. um it's a good one it's a very good oh, one yeah. uh i i first like sabotage studio c- congrats to them for yeah. sea of stars but uh oh, they're yeah. they're crushing it um as a fellow young small indie dev seeing like their story is inspirational so i was introduced to them why I, I think of many. I think it was their first game. I think the messenger. Yeah, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Right, I, I think because like, I've never heard of them before, and then out of nowhere, it was like the flipping of um, like NES to like Sega, that, that yep. mechanic. Like that's what caught my eye when I first saw them, and then I played it, and I'm like, oh, like that's the boring part, and that's saying <laughs> <Right>. something. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, the mo- the movement and. Uh, just like the uh, mobility, uh, the movement, the tightness, and like it, it had this flow to every mm-hmm. scene, and it was sort of like Mega Man, where like you would hit a, a portion of this the wall of this invisible wall, and the scene would like shift over, kind of mm-hmm. like Mega Man, mm-hmm. but they were much bigger. They weren't like boxes. That said, there were like very distinct like scenes, for lack of a better word, and each scene had a really good flow to it like uh if you knew the route you could just hit it and it felt really really good Mm -hmm. um and that really shown to me when um because it starts off as i'm I'm not not like blowing anyone's mind here everyone's played it it starts off very linear very like a a level-based game yeah eventually it unfolds and you realize like oh it's actually 
a Metroidvania now, and you can start backtracking. And that's when I realized these levels are crafted meticulously because they, you can play them over and over and over again, which you will have to do, and it mm-hmm. feels just as good each time. And usually you get like new, um, in the Metroidvania fashion, you like expand your mobility options, making each room like tackled in a different way, but feeling equally as awesome. So yeah, that's that's how I feel about the, the messenger. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the messenger is their first game. Also, if you go to their website, their like story page, uh-huh. like to, to go over the, like their history, is so fucking cool. It's just laid out as like a timeline that you just keep scrolling down. Oh, and it goes cool. from like their early like student days, where like the messenger was. It was something uh darkest through. night it, it was a, a student project mm-hmm. cool. um, and just like kind of going through that history really goddamn cool anyways matt you just replayed the messenger for the third time for the third time yeah uh i have <laughs> yeah. uh autumn falls i don't think that's the name of the level but the, the first level i have that song in my head right now going yeah 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 yeah. like the music on that game is uh pretty incredible too um but yeah i <laughs> i was playing sea of stars and then i was talking to cole I'm like, you, you, if you want to see everything that's going on in Sea of Stars, like you should probably play Messenger as well. And just talking about it, I, I started Messenger back up <laughs> in the middle of playing that. Um, <laughs> but I went back, did everything in Sea of Stars, and then I went back to Messenger and finally Platinum uh, played through Messenger again. And yeah, the, the, the flow, uh, being able to do the cloud step technique, but also the uh, grapple, mm-hmm. oh, what do they call it? The, 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 the rope dart. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're very specific with what they're calling the grappling hook in each game, which is mm-hmm. re- uh, a fun uh, running on joke. Um, but yeah, being able to go back and forth up or down through the levels as you're doing the Metroidvania stuff, it it's fantastic because first it just, as you said, it works as a linear level, but then being able to do all those different things going back and forth, it's, it's so much fun. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I've been, um, obviously there's a lot of video games and there's not enough time, but I've right. been, itching to go back to it um i like i briefly started sea of stars but i was like no nah, i should really replay the messenger because it's been so long i barely remember anything i yeah. i honestly i don't know if i ever rolled credits on the messenger to be quite honest um so i i wanted to go back and like actually i know time there's no time there's no time. Um, so yeah i want to go back and do it but like something i just i can never get out of my head is a the music the music is remarkable yeah um and B, how fluid and tight everything feels. Like the platforming is expert level in that entire mm-hmm. game. It, despite the bit differences and, and all that kind of stuff, it just it just feels so remarkably tight to jump around, grapple around, swing at enemies. Like yeah. everything is so pixel perfect. And yeah, that's just to the credit of the design and just the core of that team. And mm-hmm. I, I it's funny, like for the little bit I've played of Sea of Stars, like obviously I got into some of the combat stuff in Sea of Stars. That translates so well, even in the turn based aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I've yeah, yet to it, play. I, I've been saving. I've been I mean, I, I've been kind of saturated with Kickstarter shit, sure. but it's on my, I have like a stint, a week post Kickstarter that I'm like setting aside, like I'm doing nothing but playing games I haven't gotten to play and it's, it's on there. It's good. That was, that was supposed to be my <laughs> thing last week, but I ended up just disassociating on the couch for a week yeah. <laughs> and not playing anything except Mortal Kombat. I played through Mortal Kombat, but. Oh, fun. It's great. Yeah. My favorite indie game of the year. Okay. <laughs> a little old studio. Yeah, something yeah tiny room. little studio from hell. Indie developer uh, Boone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Matt, without spoiling anything, is the connection between the messenger and the sea of stars like obvious? Like so because they take place in the same universe, all that kind of stuff. You can totally enjoy Z Stars on its own. But if you've played the Messenger, there's a lot of callbacks. There's a lot of loose connections. There's a lot of lore implications. Cool. Uh, the true ending of the game has a lot of questions more than the answers, but has um, connectivity with Messenger as well. That's cool. um, so there's definitely that whole package sort of thing if you do play both. Um, and I do understand not everyone can play the messenger like there's not a lot of accessibility uh, options for it the difficulty can be uh if you're not um adept in like platformer action platformer games um but the wiki is fantastic they even pulled stuff from their discord that has lore in it um or there's always let's plays to watch cool nice. yeah we're just curious wow. about that i'll eventually play it that's good <laughs> that's yeah i'm space. looking forward to it 50 hours got that platinum Ooh. 50 50 that's a nice meaty uh a good amount of play time that's nice you'll get through it i would say like 25 30, i've heard right Something 35 like 30. 45 if you're oh. going for everything and okay. then there's something you have to do on new game plus that'll take about five hours ah okay damn Ooh. okay Okay, so my week off, I have to allocate like two days. Grab Got some it. energy drinks, yeah, yeah. two yeah. days straight. <laughs> Two-day marathon, that's it. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about a game that I've been yeah. ranting and raving about since yeah, 2022. Yeah. It's called Islets. Ooh. Eric, are you familiar with Islets? I know of Islets. I've seen it posted. I love what I've seen, but I have not played Islets. I've been so calling Islets. it Islets because I'm stupid <laughs> <laughs> you're out of taste and culture <laughs> yeah islets uh developed by one kyle thompson uh of course uh developer behind crypt custodian which was shown off during the mini indie showcase back in august mm-hmm. um it is probably the most unique metroidvania i've played in quite a long time wow. uh it, it, art style wise it's uh very much like hand-drawn stunning vibrant cartoon like it, it just looks like you're watching a cartoon network cartoon and it's one of those games where you look like where you look at it and it's like how does this video game yeah, 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 <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really something but um the core to see like mechanic behind it is uh you're essentially going from like island to island in the sky and like the way you go from island to island is through like a little airship which is like an airship you could roam around a hub area and it does the metroidvania thing of like you are eventually connecting islands to one another and ah. um like you start out at the base island and it has its own metroidvania like map but eventually you connect the islands together and it turns into this massive metroidvania map that you are exploring and obviously cool. doing the metroidvania things of unlocking new gates and abilities and so on and so forth cool um and just the way that the map expands so fluidly and just with precise pacing it's just so well done and again like similar to what i was saying with the messenger everything just feels great the platforming feels great the all the power-ups you get feel great mm-hmm. um the boss battle it, it's it has a lot of hollow knight elements within it as well in terms of like the boss battles and so on and so forth but like it's not as aggressive or punishing as something like hollow knight um <laughs> but this game like when i picked it up late in 2022 i could not put it down it, it's a pretty like i mean like it's lengthy it's like a eight to nine hour experience if you want to like 100 percent it but Ooh. like man 
those hours just melt away. You get so engrossed in this game from like, yeah, the boss design, the creature design, the narrative behind it. Uh, a lot of there's airship battles like in the hub area as well. Cool. The, the the upgrade system, the level design, it, everything is so expertly crafted. And um, yeah, Kyle Thompson has easily become one of my favorite developers, like easily after this experience. And I cannot wait for Crypt Custodian, which is another Metroidvania uh, that is coming, I think, next year, maybe in 25. Cool. In the future. Oh, in right. The future, right, right, future right. game. Very cool. Yeah, I've seen both of these things, and now that I can put a name to the metaphorical face, this is cool. Yeah, it's. I cannot recommend this game enough. Anytime I get the opportunity to sing its praises, um, man. Also, weird thing. It says it's unsupported on Steam Deck. I 100% of this on Steam Deck. I don't know. There's a lot of games are unsupported (laughs) on Steam Deck. It's covering their tracks. Yeah, Yeah, another indie game, Sunset Overdrive, uh, unsupported. (laughs) works just fine yeah. <laughs> if you actually if you go on the steam page right now uh the second gif under about this game is the map like each of those colors on the map is a different island and how they connect to each other is like when you're like you're essentially like finding batteries or like mag- magnets and the magnets kind of connect the islands together oh that's so fun miracles. it's it's so dang yeah miracles yeah. technology <laughs> magnets how do how do they work how do though? work how do work how do they work tell us clown man (laughs) uh but yeah islets is like something quite special and it boggles my mind that not enough people play this goddamn game i (laughs) I need to play it i I, same i I, my in my defense is it's the time defense i also yeah i wish i uh, the only way i can justify playing a game is this if it's research research giant air quotes yeah metrovania this is research yeah yeah so that's why i'm like oh I think I just found my new research project after maybe before Sea of Stars. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this art style, dude. It looks so good. Yeah, I love the simplicity. Yeah, it's like yeah. nice, nice. And that's one hundred percent it. Like you yeah. don't have to one hundred percent it, but like if you you will find yourself like want to explore every nook and cranny, and it's just you know it's that satisfying Metroidvania loop of like you want to uncover every single room. Yep. See like dude, the that's tiny. If you don't see a border <laughs> on like a little room, it's like, okay, there's clearly something up there. I yeah, yeah, know yeah, how yeah, the hell yeah. do I get up there? Now, the worst yeah, part yeah. was when there isn't that border, but there is something there. And it's like, oh, yeah. God. Awesome. <laughs> yes. That's like back in uh, Super Metroid days uh-huh. where, where, where like it would play a sound and like I, there's something in this room and there's no there's, it, there's no way there's something right. in this room. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, it's right over there. It's, it's yeah. over there. Hidden or you got to do the, uh, oh, what's the maneuver? The uh, running really fast and doing the. Oh, the shoulder. shine sparks. Yeah, uh, that thing. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I refused to do it in Metroid Dread. I was like, nope, I will do it when I have to. Not doing it otherwise. I learned how to do it on AM2R on my laptop. I got yep. it down pat. <laughs> you did that on your laptop? Yeah. Oh, my God. God. At work. Oh my God. <laughs> I was God. working in a bar at the time and nobody Jeez. comes in in the morning, so I was just playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, well, I just referenced this game, uh, Hollow Knight. Uh, so when I put the tweet out earlier, um, somebody shouted out Hollow Knight and uh, for a very good reason. I think this person, I'll pull it up while probably Matt takes the wheel. Um, yeah, they mentioned uh, like probably one of the best games of the past like ten to twenty years, like flat oh, out, yeah. and like yeah, yeah, I don't one know of the hardest. I, can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, uh, yeah, it's I, it's hard to deny. Like I think it was a shot in the Metroidvania arm. It mm-hmm. was like 
it, it took everything we love about the Metroidvania genre and it just like put it on its back and dragged it into 2016 or whatever the fuck it came out. Right. But uh, it brought in the like modern sensibilities. It took in like different ways to tell a story because there's obviously Dark Souls DNA oh, in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and the, the artwork, the storytelling, the lore, all of its in, like items and tiny hints, very Dark Souls. And uh, God damn, the, the, the environments, the gameplay, the fighting, the, the, the platforming. It's just everything <laughs> you want in a Metroidvania. It's yeah. so good. Ken Foss was the individual who shouted out Hollow Knight. Thanks, Ken. And also CG Danny B also uh, gave some love to the messenger. I just want to make sure I don't forget people. I forget people every week. Oh, I, <laughs> I put out I put out a call for questions and like audience participation. I forget. <laughs> Even when like Matt's off the show, like Matt will write like per, like notes in like our yeah. Discord. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to read all Matt shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just reminded me of that meme of like the, the guy that comes up and he's like, I made this, and he hands it to somebody, and then the person just <laughs> stares at it for a while and goes, I made this. <laughs> Yeah, right. that was uh, <laughs> that was Matt's in-depth review of of Bomb Rush Cyberpunk that I did not read. <laughs> so good, Matt. Um, you put a lot of time to Hollow Knight. Yeah, I literally the only thing I have left to do is that um, uh, I forget the last update what it's called. It's like God Killer or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all I have left is that just punishing oh. arena that you have yes. to go through yes and <laughs> it tears me apart going through that it's pretty rough it's pretty rough yeah um besides that though uh the rest of the game is just a treat there's so many moments though that are kind of like that but not yeah. to that level of like where you're banging your head against a wall um but it all comes down to timing and uh when you finally get it it is like that dark souls things of like I have achieved everything. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, like, you know, I, I mean, I'm guilty of it. Like this is bullshit. This game is bullshit. Right. And I, I did not do that. I did not dodge into that attack. I didn't fucking do that. And you know, deep down in your heart, like I did that. Yeah. I'm the re- I'm the reason I died. But uh, yeah. So when you, when you do win, it's like, I, I did that. <laughs> I made this, uh, but yeah, I, I I actually recently got into a, a discussion, a debate, a, a discussion of um, <laughs> the difficult. Fight. Yeah, yeah, a, a brawl, <laughs> a melee um, we, over like how each uh, um, additional DLC of Hollow Knight like upped the ante of difficulty, yeah. and how they didn't like that. And like, I get it. I totally mm-hmm. get not liking that but it, to, to me i was arguing that it made sense because if it was just the same skill level there's no up, upward arc yeah. yeah there's no progression then you're just getting more of the same and that's already the game so to make it different it's like uh, you have to up the ante and uh if you can't beat it like at least you have like all this other team cherry right. game to play um Oh yeah, it's yeah. a page out of FromSoft's book it's like with bloodborne mm-hmm. for example like the dlc of bloodborne like old hunters will kick your fucking ass Ooh, and like i i killed the cost. final boss i killed the final boss the first try well because you're a I gamer was, i was shocked like i'm like because <laughs> all i read online was like how well, yeah. impossible Matt, and, this was <laughs> i too did not struggle that much with cost but like yeah. everybody else seemed to have think it's like the hardest fight in the world if anything i thought lady maria was tougher yeah, um, right there with I, right I, there yeah. i've been so lucky like 
something must have been shining down from the stars that yeah day. exactly like, i beat it and i'm like huh <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, but yeah. yeah I, I agree with you eric like if you just kind of like blazed through the old hunters like what like sure there's some like cool environments and stuff like that and cool callbacks to the the main core of the game like the the yeah. some of the arenas and whatnot but like mm -hmm. sure where's the challenge where's the fun yeah it? like where's that sense of achievement and that's what the hollow Knight dlc really delivers it's that sense of achievement and reward Mm -hmm. on, on top of which like it's the dlc it would be like asking someone to like watch the fifth installment of a movie series and not mm -hmm. they're anticipating the person who bought this dlc has played so much hollow knight and thus have yeah. gained the skills who are ready to take it on um if you had played all of that and then it's just as as easy and just you blast through that it's like well why did i even buy this like right it's, exactly it's nothing new well, luckily, yeah. it's also free updates. Team Cherry. Oh, just yeah, yeah, true. Away. Totally. Um, oh, Team Cherries. It's funny because, yeah, I, I went back because that was all I had left to do. And one of the first fights are those three mantises that yes. are up on the high chairs. <laughs> yeah, I remember I the first time I played the game, I kept dying at that spot when you first get there. Yep. I hadn't played the game in over a year. I'm doing this arena and I just went right yep. through them. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's such a good feeling. Like, that's like Metroidvania in... That's where like the is it diegetic, but uh, the meta of it is like you've gotten better, like you've mm -hmm. gotten upgrades, and that's like the the loop that is a Metroidvania is feeling stronger and getting better and doing things that were hard easier now, and now yep. you're literally doing that outside of the game, which is really cool. Right. So uh, yeah, that's rad. Oh yeah, I do love uh, going back to Messenger though. I do love how it doesn't do that in the same vein though. Like it v cuts off your health at a very early point. Like oh, you can only yeah. get like two or three extra vials of health mm -hmm. and that's it. And mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I forgot about that. Holy crap. Yeah. I haven't played since uh, maybe like 20. I don't know, man, like 18. It's been a while. I forgot about that. But yeah. Oh yeah. Off the top God. of your head. Do you know what year Hollow Knight was released? <laughs> Cause I did just look it up. 2015. I, no, I, yeah. No. It, it, I want to say 2014. 14 so it feels like that it's it was 2017 get wow. out of here holy yeah. shit that's wild dude i remember it was the same nintendo direct this shadow dropped on that nintendo direct it was the same nintendo direct as banjo kazooie getting announced for smash oh <laughs> i'll never forget that cool. day and holy also crap. also i Is think that new and i think fortnite also dropping on switch it was like that same e3 nintendo direct 2017 i can't yeah. believe that huh. listen there's like there's pre covid and there's post covid right. it's, it's like <laughs> that's where we're at nowadays fair bc very fair. and ad that's yeah. 2017 that's 20 years ago <laughs> yeah exactly wow. wow i'm trying to look at like when their kickstarter ended that too yeah i mean the kickstarter yeah. must have been 2015 right yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, that's wild, dude. Oh wow. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> when is uh when is Silk Song? When is that? Uh, I mean, I feel Not like this we've year. been saying. I feel like we've been saying it for like a couple of years now, but it's like it has to be next year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I low key when um the Nintendo Direct was happening, the Nintendo Direct happened. I think like a day or two days before the Lucid Kickstarter was launching. <laughs> you thought low it was key, a shadow drop. I was sitting there just sweating bullets in my bathroom, talking with my friends on Discord, and they're all like, "Oh, this is hype!" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, don't release." And then like every single one, I was like, "Please, please don't be Silk Song. Please don't be Silk Song." 
So, uh, yeah, blessing in disguise. Dude, I, I'm in I'm in the same boat for next year at least. Like, I'm working on a, a Souls like that's coming out next year, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that Elden Ring DLC is going to drop at some <laughs> point. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, oh no! God damn it! It's like sure, like this year I get to avoid Liza P and Lords of Fallen, but goddamn, Big Boy is coming it's, in 2024. It's coming. Oh, America I'm, is going to kick my ass in 2024. I know. Do you think did the Coliseum ever get? Did that release yet? Or that came that, out. Yeah, that, that came, came out. out. Okay, yeah. I was like, I can't remember if that was like a leak or it happened. Okay. I started a new save somewhat recently because I, I so I platinumed it on PS5. This is has nothing to do with the games. I platinumed it on <laughs> PS5, and I wanted to possibly platinum it again on PS4. So I started yeah, you a PS4 man. save. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, fucking uh, God, not Godric. Yeah, Godric and and Margit one shotted. First try. First try each. Come on. Gamer. Very, very nice. This is elite gamer here, boys and girls. Elite gaming. Speaking of elite gaming, Axiom Birch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Oh, man. Um, I've seen the gameplay of it, and it looks really hard. I've heard, I've seen comments being like, because I always, uh, what's it called? I market Lucid as the world's first Celestoid Mania, and then I get. A bunch of well, actually, there was this game and this game yeah, and this game that was also a, a Celestoidvania, and I'm like, yeah. Did they call it a Celestoidvania? No, no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like they should have called it a Celestoidvania, bitch. Anyway, uh, no, nothing to. I love the devs. It's the the the, the fucking armchair gotchas that can just go take a long walk off a short cliff but uh <laughs> but yes actually nice devs at, yeah, at a minimal height <laughs> yeah <laughs> at a minimal height yeah just enough to like sprain an ankle something um uh, but yeah axiom versions it looks awesome i really want i'm again another one of those like this is going to be a research game because uh it looks it's doing a lot of the stuff that i hope to do but also a little uh, like a little more dispersed or like relegated to a less core mainline story from what i've heard yeah. like it's relentless in its difficulty and um i've gotten that asked question a lot like is it going to be like this hard all the time i'm like no but um yeah that's a game i really do want to play it looks like a lot of fun yeah even like mechanically it feels like lucid and axiom verge would have a nice baby you know, mm-hmm. like it feels like some of the stuff that Axiom Verge does, like with the glitch tool mechanics mm-hmm. and so yeah. on and so forth, like some of the world altering kind of things. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it feels like it would be an interesting research game for you because I have a feeling like obviously I don't know everything that's going on in your head, but I have a feeling there might be oh. some some things in there. Oh, my you, God. Cooking. I just went on a rant about a different game in my head. Uh-oh. Did you? What game? I swear to God, what was I thinking of? Uh, I'll have to look for it and show you. But I was thinking of a completely <laughs> different fucking game. Uh, the point still stands. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Axiom Verge. I, I was thinking, I was like, who the fuck is comparing Axiom Verge to Celeste? But hey, whatever. Well, yeah, Gamers well, be gaming. <laughs> it's something with an A. It shows how many games I've not played in the, of recent years. Uh, it's like a really challenging platform game. But Axiom Verge... That is a game that is way more Super Metroid than it is. Yeah, it's just straight up Super oh, yeah. Metroid. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this this one's also made by one developer, one I believe. Thomas yeah. Hatt. Jeez. Like everything. Jeez, man. Good for him. That is nuts. Um, did you Matt, play the 
what's your history with Axiom Verge? You played the first one, but I think started the same... and stopped like four times. <laughs> same, like I never rolled credits on it, but like not for any like particular reason. No. Like it fucking rules, but like nah. I just never made my way through it. I it's one of those games that like still sitting on my PS5. Like I'm going to play one into mm-hmm. one of these days because two also looks incredible. It's it like breaks my heart that like it kind of came and went a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Was yeah, that this year? That was that wasn't last this year. year. That was last, it was last year. year. Okay. Or two years ago. Years. Yeah. I, um, I, horrifying. It was two years ago. But By the, no, I, I, I love like the almost like Cronenberg-esque of yes. the, the boss designs and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I don't know why. Because like I've, I've started it on Vita. I've started it on PS4. I bought it and started it on Switch. I don't own the ridiculously expensive Wii U version. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah i don't gosh. know why i haven't gone through it yet and i i want to play two as well but yeah i don't know. I, I i heard two was like a, a huge pivot it looks it like that in the arc direction as well yeah definitely in the art direction hmm. yeah i'm curious one though it's like yeah it's just like straight up super metroid it's so crunchy mm-hmm. like matt you were saying like so like cronenbergy and i think that like yes. those H- two things are a match made in heaven yeah, very HR uh, Geiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Geiger, that guy. Yeah. Giger, Geiger. Yeah, Giger, Geiger. But Eric, I feel like like some of the mechanics, I feel like you're uh, like just, we have that connection. We're, we established, we trade each other's V cards. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling you're brainstorming some of the things that maybe Axiom Verge is touching on. And I, I'd be so curious to like hear your thoughts if you ever go hands on with it. Okay. Yeah. I would, it's, I would love to because uh, I've, said before that uh i'm i lean a little more on the metroid portion of the vania uh-huh. metroidvania side it's just i played all the metroids i played a handful of vanias awesome love them but i just feel comfier in the metroid sure. side so uh yeah i'm excited to play this game that so clearly is like I a mean, love letter yeah like it's so, are you, it are you cool. telling me there's no draculas in lucid <laughs> I mean, hey, I don't want to. I don't want to oh, spoil. Oh, scoop! Yeah, sorry. Right. What Maybe is this, a man? What is a man? <laughs> I mean, a, a vampire with like crystal fangs sounds pretty cool. This brown breed, oh, dude, like the the Blink One Eight Two teal blue crystal yeah. fangs. Woo. Yeah, dude. Yeah. See, yeah, I had I, Indiana I, Jones in my head. <laughs> you know the crystal fangs. The crystal skull fangs. <laughs> <Crystal skull. laughs> oh, I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, by the way, the game that I was thinking of, I Eterna, Eterna, Eterna Noctis, Eterna huh. Noctis. Have you heard of this one? I have not. It's a Metroidvania. I will. I'll send it to you guys later. But it's uh, that's the one that I keep getting. It had the A Axiom Verge Eterna. I don't know. Dyslexic or Noctis. Yeah, A E T E R N A. It came oh, cool. out. I actually spelled it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it came out on my birthday in 2021. Hey. Wonderful! Happy birthday, us! Yeah, but uh, <laughs> this looks uh, this looks cool. It looks like a game that I would like to to putz around with, hmm. maybe do a little research. But um, this is the, the game I sword. keep getting. Uh, yeah, yeah, apparently <laughs> re- reminds people of Lucid and, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, we had a yeah, meh, meh, yeah. yeah. That's what I say. Meh, meh. Hmm. Um, I don't know if would you guys want to attempt to. How would you define a Metroidvania? Jeez. Actually, we probably should have did that at the top of the show. <laughs> I did that. 
<laughs> I wrote an article on 61andy.com. Yes. That's true. You did. It's a, it's a great fucking article. Also. <laughs> you have to send it to me because me and my buddy had a, a whole stream about like we defined what, a, what we thought a Metroidvania was. And then we did a tier list based off of that because mm. we, we were like doing the tier list and we realized like, wait, we're doing this on how much we like them, not mm-hmm. how much of a Metroidvania they are. Right. Like, who's the most successful Metroidvania? Yeah, so, if you Google uh, Metroidvania 61 Indie, you'll get Echoes, a Metroidvania Indiespective by Matt one Matthew Wright. Perfect. It'll be my reading material as I fall asleep tonight. Hopefully, <laughs> not that it's boring and puts me to sleep. It's not oh, what I'm yeah. saying. It's no. not what I'm saying. It's only um, talking also, about Indie Metroidvanias and stuff, too. Listeners, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll link it in the description and like the YouTube description all that kind of stuff so you can read it. Funny enough, Matt, you wrote about a lot of the games that we're talking about (laughs) and a lot of the articles i also pulled up before talking like also touch on these games as well cool um but yeah the the way i define it is there's four pillars to metroidvania there's Uh the action the platformer um which kind of go in hand hand it's weird seeing those separate but Uh action Uh platformer um explorative because that's really where like the vania because it's symphony night is when that term was born uh and has rpg elements that's what a full metroidvania would be it has all those four things to it um i you know i had an internal debate like are roguelike metroidvanias their own thing can you count those under the same tree as metroidvania um because in my internal debate it's like i love a hand-drawn map I, uh-huh. I love knowing where something is I barely have time to play every game. I can't go around not knowing where something is if I get stuck. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, one of the games I actually put on the list. This is a good segue. Uh, Chasm. Um, oh, it is roguelike, but you can decide to have it where the seed is the same for your entire playthrough or it's a different seed every time you play. Oh, that's cool. So it's kind of both which is really nice because like for me it's like cool like i'll just stick to this one thing so i'm never like i have no idea where i am like Uh that that's an interesting i'm thinking of it like programmatically that's such an interesting like roll of the dice but also a whole entirely new gameplay experience you have like many options that's neat i like Mm -hmm. that yeah like Um, It, it also has like some town building stuff in there you'll find uh uh, villagers down in the depths um uh-huh. combat's really tight there's not like a huge like combo system or anything like that but it's that like early castlevania um for mm. um risk or reward like you got to get in there you you could get hit and die but like uh it's a fun game interesting so um, when it comes to rpg elements how how much like what's so is it like numbers is it like gear so so yeah i would say like um because yeah on one side you have the metroid side which isn't that but it's the upgrades on yeah. the uh castlevania side you with symphony night specifically it is the gear you have the options to change up what your outfit is what right. um, weapons and uh, accessories and stuff like that so would that make super metroid a vania because you could toggle some of your stuff on and off like gear yeah interesting interesting Cool. I went um I went silent for a second because Matt, you mentioned hand drawn maps. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I have these hand drawn gaming guys. There's three issues. Uh, oh. One Philip Summers uh, put these out. Um, this is a hand drawn guide. Uh, sorry, I'm working with two cameras, so like I'm showing this to 
the podcast folks <laughs> first. Uh, this is a hand-drawn guide for Castlevania. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I'll show, I'll show y'all. The first game. That's rad. Um, so yeah, he did a, he was on Patreon for a while, but I think uh, just like the bandwidth just was, it's, takes a lot because it's entirely yeah. hand-drawn this issue yeah he did, he did three of these things and they're they're fucking cool um but yeah i just wanted to show that off really that cool. was cool yeah. oh my god yeah and that's um, I, uh, that's how like uh, messenger hollow knight they all fit under that scope because messenger you technically yeah. don't have to do the upgrades no yeah you don't oh, and uh, hollow knight you have the different uh pins that you can choose so you can yeah. totally craft your own experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're running a little long so on a speed round Ooh. through two games Bring it. well one series and another game <laughs> first off cape story i have never played cape <gasps> story i have yeah yeah Tell me i've never have. finished it oh caves uh so cape story is um i picked it up it was like free it was free for like your i played on my mac during in college during my classes um, I think it was like philosophy 101. I just played cave story and it was awesome. Like I could, again, I think another solo dev. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had this great, uh, you could like upgrade your kind of like in Contra, not, yeah, Contra and those, um, shoot em ups where like, if you keep getting power ups, you like level up your gun and if your you get spread hit, or wave. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you get hit, it goes down. Um, it was just like a super duper, from what I remember, it was like super duper tight and just a really well-crafted Metroidvania with a lot of like unique looking characters. All of them were really memorable. Like I can picture them in my head and their vibe. I, I don't really remember the story exactly. It's been like t- over 10 years since I played it's it. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a lot. And it, it plays in a, it's in a cave, but like it. There's hell. Eventually, uh... Yeah, yeah. It, it, it goes all over the place. I would highly, highly recommend. It, it's such a tiny, another like kind of is islets, 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 islets. I can't. I don't. Okay, for, I don't read because reading's for nerds. All right, it is true. Reading's okay. stupid now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, I don't know how to read. Uh, so yes, it's very bite size. Um, it's super. You could beat it in a day, less than a day. So if you're multiple endings, like though. a yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're on like a, a long bus ride, Mike, or a f- flight, you could totally crush it. It's on. It's funny. It's like days. I know. Yeah. It's funny. I was like, I was just like doing my research on it real quick. It was like I I've owned this on 3ds. I've owned this yeah. on multiple consoles. I've owned. I've purchased Cave Story Plus multiple <laughs> times, um, but I have never touched this fucking game. That's so <laughs> Like I know what it looks like. I know it's fucking like this like renowned uh, like Metroidvania, but like man, I just never touched it. Yeah. Despite owning it everywhere. Yeah, be how it do sometimes. Uh, yeah, 2004, one of the yeah. versioning indie games. Yeah, wow. one of the early boys. That's and what wild. was Plus? Plus was 2011. That was damn 12 That's years crazy. ago. Crazy. That makes sense because if I'm remembering, ago. yeah, <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly, the save stations were a, like a, were like a floppy disk. So yeah, that should be an indicator how old that game is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and finally, to close out this segment, um, and obviously there's countless indie Metroidvanias, and yeah. I, we would love to hear your favorite indie Metroidvanias in the comments or on Twitter or wherever the hell you decide to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guacamelee 1 and 2. 
Like, I keep I keep hearing about those. Oh, you haven't touched them yet? I haven't touched <sighs> Dude, them. They pop, they popped up research. on that tier list. Yeah, uh, oh, everyone was singing their praises hard. And then we showed I uh, saw some gameplay and I was like I can see why. It looks beautiful. Dude. And, and fun. Indie Metroidvania brawler. Like it's what? just like the combat in this game slaps so hard. Mm-hmm. And not to mention just like that pure aesthetic again like i mean all of these games it's funny how like all these games that we were listing all look so different from one another and they're yeah. all so gorgeous in their own unique ways mm-hmm. uh but man yeah guacamole guacamole feels like and matt you could tell me if i'm batshit or mm. not um <laughs> i don't know how the hell to describe this <laughs> and make it seem or present it in a way where you know what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> do you know like the cardboard cutout, cheap ass dollar store, like Halloween decorations where you move like the arms of people. Yep. And yep. it kind of looks like that's like the art style of guacamole, except like shiny and like yeah. really pretty. <laughs> Everything just has like its own like precise movement to it. And I think that kind of only supports the combat system in this game. And like, mm-hmm. it's funny how it feels like a brawler, but also like has some like Smash Brothers elements to some yes. extent as mm-hmm. well. Yes. And I love that the combat is intrinsically tied to the Metroidvania-ness of it. So, like, when you unlock the uppercut, all of a sudden you can uppercut through ceilings to unlock right. new rooms and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, both games just slap so hard. And not to mention, like, the narrative music, how... The comedy. The comedy and, like, how <laughs> deep they go into, like, the meme culture and stuff. And, like, it's, like, borderline too much, but they, they just touch that line so beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's like tickle it, just a little tickle. Well, there's like um, so like there's like luchador posters, but like they're memes. They're like famous uh-huh. memes, but like luchadored up. That's <laughs> so you'll just amazing. spot them in the background. That's amazing. And like it kind of does the Celeste stuff, where like I, at least is it just two Matt? Where you're going between dimensions? I believe so. If I'm, I forgot. Correctly. It's been such a long time since I've played either. Even so, with one with the different moves like the uppercut and the dash, like that's still yeah, like that's still very celeste. Options. Yeah, but yeah, even in two, uh, assuming it's just two again, it's been a long time. But like you, there are only a certain plat you can swap between dimensions. Spoilers for Guacamelee Two, uh, that came out ten years ago, probably. Uh, <laughs> you swap between dimensions, and there's only platforms that exist in one dimension or the other. So, like, you jump off a platform, you are doing all your, like, you're upcarding, you're dashing, and you have to, like, mid-air switch dimensions to Mm -hmm. land on the next platform. Yeah, and, like, it's very similar to some of those levels in Celeste where you are just kind of, like, swishing around. Very Um, cool. It's, it's, Guacamelee's really goddamn special. Interdimensional luchadors. It's not something I ever thought I'd say out loud. It's good. It's so good. (laughs) Drinkbox, like, similar to what we were talking about with Sabotage at the top, Drinkbox is, like, on a whole another goddamn level. All their games are just killer. I got another one I have to play for research, for science. For science. (laughs) Well, speaking of science, money. Money? (laughs) What? (laughs) The way you could could give us money and support 61 Indie is through patreon.com slash 61 Indie. I'm going to kick it to me from the past in in the form of an ad. Or we're not going to do that because I didn't have it loaded. Never ah. mind. No ad this week. Ha, suckers. Ah, got you, stupid got idiots. You. you thought it was going to be an ad. <laughs> do it off the cuff. <laughs> One day we can support technology for such 
stuff uh if, <laughs> with, with, with your love on patreon.com slash 61 indie there's your love anyways we do this thing called the indie 100 where we're slowly building the list of the 100 indie games of all time we've been dropping a name quite a bit it's celeste i think it's about time we talk about celeste and add it on the list yes <sighs> eric tell me about celeste celeste is uh my goodness it is something to behold it uh not only does it have it like the precision platforming, it like changed the game. It, it took like uh, a lot of under the hood kind of stuff. Like it made Coyote Time like um, a term that uh, normal people, like not dev people, now know. Like, yeah. It, it it just like explained why platformings platformers feel good and are fun, and then they kind of like found everything to make it it's so strange to say that it's like super challenging, but also it's like the most accessible and the most challenging platformer around. I don't know how to, it's a, a beautiful, um, what's it called? An oxymoron. Yeah. Um, and it's the pixel art's amazing. The, the story that it surrounds it and it's all wrapped in is a heartwarming and important. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then like every the characters are memorable they're funny they're sad they're poignant it's just a masterpiece there's no getting around calling celeste a masterpiece and if you don't think so you didn't play celeste so i don't know what to tell you yeah it's one of the few games and like obviously this is a term that like a lot of people try to avoid in gaming but like i genuinely think genuinely think and believe that celeste is a perfect video game i mm-hmm. i i think it is flawless in every single way that you just shouted out and i cannot believe again that it's a game that video games and just like crushes it in every aspect of what it attempts to do yeah uh yeah 100 percent. it's like i i sometimes i play games nowadays and i'm like i miss video games like i'm tired of playing interactive movies i want to play a video game and this it has the blood the dna of a video game but it also has it tells a story only a video game can like that whole i mean spoilers spoilers for if you haven't played it spoilers yes. it's a very old game go play it but the part when you like make friends with your mirror self and you can go even higher now and it's yeah. awesome dude I, I get goosebumps just thinking about it now it is so good god dude, there's, damn it. there's even little things in terms of the presentation where like so the way dialogue is presented is like little character boxes and just like mm-hmm. little meow, 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 meow. It's yeah. really great. <laughs> funny story uh i don't know if anybody's ever noticed this the intro music for the six one indie cast has madeline and battling talking to each other hey. <laughs> so that's the kind of chirping in the beginning um that's how much this game fucking means to me when i made mm-hmm. the music i was like no i want celeste in the, in the intro music right. um but i love when like the emotion gets gets amplified like the characters break out of the boxes and like uh-huh. it it actually like affects like the or like it, it gives consequence to the narrative even further than yeah. it mm-hmm. it already is and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's just like the little touches again like man game design yeah. And, yeah. and like direction and writing and and presentation is just music sound effects uh, that's you uh, lena rain like putting lena rain on the map and lena rain now becoming like one of the most like renowned video game composers out there like yeah. crushing it yeah yeah um eric you mentioned coyote time uh i feel like a lot of people are, may not be familiar with that fair. can you totally fair give uh a tldr uh into what that yeah. is yeah tldr of coyote time is so um 
let's say you're playing a platformer. Oh, oh here's a bit. Here's a, so if you, I'm going to date myself. If you've watched Looney Tunes at all, <laughs> yeah. In Looney Tunes, the term Coyote Time is because of Wiley Coyote, the guy that chases the Roadrunner. And there's those skits where like he he starts walking off the cliff and he doesn't fall until he notices. He like looks down. And he's like, oh shit, I have nothing below me. Then he falls and it's hilarious. That's Coyote Time. Yeah. In video games, it's uh, you have a grace period, so you can fall off the, you can run off the edge of a platform, and you have a small grace period where it still will think it'll register that you're on the platform. So if you jump, you won't fall and jump; you'll just jump and naturally. It, it it's a game feel. It makes it feel very good, and it doesn't feel janky. Um, give it a try if you're playing Celeste; you'll, you'll notice it, and you'll be like, "That's genius." Yeah, and it's like not in there by accident like that is part of the design because like you need that extra few frames to make some of the more difficult jumps especially when you get into like the b-sides and the c-sides that's like the more challenge runs of those games Mm -hmm. um i also want to shout out the accessibility features as well like one of the most accessible platformers out there i would say it's like yeah if you just like if you have it eric like go back into the settings of that game and just like Uh look at what they do with accessibility it is fucking bonkers yeah i haven't i've never i I haven't gone in there um but i I want to i want to see i want to see what they offer for accessibility because uh i think it'll be very very helpful on my end because yeah accessibility and lucid is much more at the current it's in its current phase it's much more it designed into the game like items and equipment that help it Mm -hmm. um uh, make it more accessible for people who are having trouble. So I'd like to see like mechanically under the hood, what else can be done? Yeah. Off the top of my head, like the two big features that stand out are uh, slowing down time, like oh. by percentage, like you could slow down from like, I think it's in intervals of five or 10, like by percentage mm-hmm. um, up to a hundred. Um, and also just infinite dash. Like you, you just zip through. Uh everything like you don't have to worry about like landing to restore your dashing very interesting yeah huh. um and did i use the accessibility features to platinum the game you're goddamn right i did <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious but yeah i think i think it is same thing yeah i think it's like the gold standard the gold standard into for accessibility options and like what especially what a small indie team can do and and what they can offer and it's like if extremely okay games could do it why can't insert triple a studio here do it you know yeah matt you're very quiet during this uh I, I would love to hear your thoughts on celeste and why you hate it no i love this game and it, it, originally when it came out um mike played it before any one of us and he was just singing his praises to the point where yeah, i'm a trendsetter let's uh yeah you are uh let's talk about it like so like five yeah, let's talk years about me being your trendsetter five yeah. years ago uh mike and i sat down and talked about this game um and it's something mike talked about during that point because i wanted to know what hit home with him and it's it's spoilers for anyone who hasn't played it but that the feather um mm-hmm. and how the game tackles anxiety and getting through it and just realizing you're not in a windowless room there are ways to get out like Uh there's that very serious emotional pull and um very positive mental health message to the game um aside from that the platforming goddamn so satisfying um and like you're saying when when the two come together and you're able to just like pew 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 
when like the music picks up. Uh, yep. The the crescendoing and the swell, mm-hmm. so oh. good. But to the what you to reiterate what you just said is the um, the breathing and like I I I I'm pretty sure they say the phrase like you you can do it or like don't give up or they say something yeah. like that and like that is both for your mental health and also don't go hollow like you can beat this game you can beat it you can do it just breathe keep trying keep trying that's why you die you, you come back right away it's mm-hmm. in encouraging you to just don't put it down keep trying and, and it's like a beautiful like uh saying two things at once you're saying this in the game you're saying it to your mental health it's just so good that's so smart god damn yeah going back to that i i think the exact phrase i told matt was like this taught me how to deal with my anxiety better better than any person in my life any like therapist i tried to go to like any teacher authoritative figure or whatever you want to call it like right this video game taught me how to be okay and it is wild that like like you said, Eric, a video game ass video game where you are platforming around and feeling like a complete fucking badass can simultaneously just do stellar work towards mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why Celeste is a perfect video game. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because what's with video games, they can do something that so little art forms can, where mm-hmm. it's one thing to be told, it's one thing to be shown. It's another thing to then do it yourself and mm-hmm. figure it out where yeah. like so many, um, uh, what's it called? Critiques of tutorials is like, it's just words and they tell me and then like now go play the game where a good tutorial will like give you a tiny little tidbit and teach you, give yeah. you a tiny test and then test it out and then do a tiny challenge to then challenge what you learned. And that like that sinks in the lesson. And that's like, it feels like a lot of, people have said things to you, Mike, or you've read things, but then when you did it yourself, it was like, Oh, exactly. That's when it clicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. I, I was recently watching um, a piece of kind of funny content where they were going through, they were making a list of like uh, their top 10 platformers of all time. Um, and Celeste was very high. I forgot if Celeste was number one on their list or I, I think it was like super Mario bros three. And then Celeste was number two or something. I wholeheartedly believe Celeste is the best platformer ever made. Like, <laughs> bar none like i i fucking adore super mario Bros. 3 that's my mario of choice that is that has always been my go-to answer but i think just celeste just like fucking nailed it and it's going to be one of those games that is inherently timeless and just like really goes the goddamn mile and i think a lot of that has to do obviously like a lot of it is the mechanics and the design and, and all that stuff that makes mario 3 so timeless but add on the narrative the music the production like it it just excels it to to fucking infinity and beyond <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll i say. agree i just was ranking racking my brain i was like could i even contemplate a challenge nothing was coming to my mind like i, I can't even think of yeah I, I think like the challenge would be two of the other greatest games ever made mario 3 and, and mario uh world like yeah and uh, like to your again like not like their products of their time like uh they only had what like fractions of the memory. well yeah that's also why like the fact that it's still tanta style obviously this is a whole another topic or whatever but like yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, something yeah. that like it's just wild <laughs> that like something like celeste something like so modern can challenge mm-hmm. something so renowned and like right. rooted in the history of video games and yeah, yeah it's, I- i'm glad it did like it's I-, I would be bummed out if like 30 years later and no one took the crown that'd right. be a bummer like it's yeah. i'm happy that someone has it now that's great 
Yeah. And I'll say this. Obviously, that's opinion, obviously, which is like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like ranking games. I don't like it. Let's yeah, celebrate everything. But I will say this. I finished Celeste. I've never Ooh. finished Mario 3. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's the game gets fair. hard. <laughs> you know what? Speaking about credit rolls, I don't think I ever credit rolled Mario 3. I, Another I would game with this. hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. There he is. The boy. It's so, Yo, it's dog, you so got that graded. <laughs> nah, it's just wow. plastic. No, it's I know. Like, don't don't grade games. Don't grade games. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 7 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too much, too much, wa- too many flutes, <laughs> too many frogs. Too many, yeah, too many no, warp pipes. Been, not enough frogs, <laughs> arguably. Yeah, the warp. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, jeez. <sighs> and dude, I, man, Earthblade next year, their next game. God, Ooh-wee. sky's the limit. I cannot fucking wait. Wait, I mean, speaking of games that uh, trailers dropped when um. That was the Silk Song, and I was like, "Please don't, please don't drop." When I saw that the Celeste guys and gals were making um, the freaking the next game, and it was like looking like a Metroidvania in the Celeste world, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so uh, their the their like tagline for it: uh, "Earthblade, a two D exploration game in a seamless pixel art world." Cool exploration, pretty fun. Exploration. I like it. I like in a it. seamless pixel art world so yeah i mean metroidvania One. yeah explore action exploration. I'm, excited, <laughs> I'm excited to play it and uh do some research yeah all the research <laughs> well earthblade quite some time away yeah. yeah matt what's happening this week in indy yeah i totally still have that dog up <laughs> i could also i'll i'll do tuesday Okay. And then you go, we'll, we'll switch days because Kyle usually does this. But again, coward. Didn't want to be coward. in the same room as Eric. Baby. Jesus. Baby. Babby ass babby. I have a cold. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Kyle. I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> this he Yeah, he tweeted about this. Funny enough, he does have COVID. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's fine. He's feeling better. He was at work today. But like he's, he's getting over the hump. Like everybody's yeah. good. But it's just the coughing thing. It made it funnier. Um oh. <laughs> this week in indie from september 25th to september 29th on tuesday september 26th because there's nothing coming out on monday or at least nothing that stood out to me sorry uh little gator game coming to xbox <gasps> series x it's coming to xbox one ps4 ps5 on october 10th it was previously released on switch and pc embark on an adorable adventure discover new friends and uncover everything the island has to offer climb swim glide and slide your way into the hearts of the many different characters you meet on your travels for the love of Christ play little gator game. It is yes. impeccable. Yes. One night you go hundred percent in like three hours. It's, it's fucking fantastic. So cute. It's so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. I, I want that goddamn crap up uh, crab. I, I read the next game. I want that gator <laughs> plushie so bad <laughs> from, wow. from fan gamer. Yeah. Agreed. Do that. And Claire from a short hike. Oh, yeah. Uh they need to do a crossover. Come on. Do it now. Also, on. I uh a friend of the show, Alex Van Aken from Game Informer, tweeted out the other day that uh the most concurrent players that a short hike has ever had is like two hundred people. And it's like, what the fuck? Play a short hike. What? Well, it's concurrent. Like that, that has sure. to be from what? Steam like going Steam concurrent. Steam but like that yeah. that includes like launch day and stuff. Well, launch on and Steam, because like, like before sure. like it yeah. And it's also it's one of the free games on Humble Bundle where you don't need Steam installed. So, sure. 
but still, yeah. but still, yeah. yeah, play it, play it, play it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of crabs, <laughs> King of Crabs, <laughs> the PC 1.0 launch. To listen to this shit, a battle royale with crabs, intense multiplayer action with up to a hundred players. Scrap, scavenge, and slaughter your way to becoming the king of crabs. I love indie games. I love them <laughs> so much. Uh, it's currently in early access. It's also it's a mobile game as well. But cool. goddamn, I'm going to play King of Crabs this week. <laughs> and then uh, Minico's Night Market PC, Mac, Switch coming to PlayStation and Xbox consoles Ooh. on October 26th. Minico's Night Market is a narrative-driven social simulation adventure game that celebrates Japanese culture and invites players to craft whimsical items, eat delicious snacks, and ultimately enjoy all of the cats. Yum. A joint that we saw multiple times during like wholesome games and, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. It's cool to see it finally coming out. Very cool. Matt, take yeah. Wednesday. All right. Wednesday, September 27th. I'm going to go in opposite order here. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Escape from Mistwood Mansion uh, coming out on PC uh, in this first person puzzle escape room game. You're trapped in the mysterious Mistwood Mansion. Escape the mansion and find hidden compartments while solving puzzles and deciphering codes to find a way out. Will you escape or linger to uncover the mansion's final secret? I played the demo of this earlier this year. It's a fun escape room game. Uh, I will. I will not uh, uncover the secrets because I'm too dumb for these games. <laughs> I will say dumb, I had difficulty in that demo. <laughs> big dumb boy. Uh, but also coming out on Wednesday is Fortune's Run uh, on PC, which uh, was a spring. Uh, wow, I'm blanking on our show name. <laughs> the spring mini indie showcase from there 2023. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, explore a decaying industrial world left behind in humanity's never-ending race to conquer the stars. Beneath its own iron skies, desperate souls kill and steal for passage to those still plentiful frontier worlds. Sink or swim in this high-octane first-person shooter with immersive sim elements. And, oh, this game slaps. Uh, this game fucks. <laughs> this game fucks hard. <laughs> this game fucks. Um, there wasn't... <laughs> an, oh, sorry, Mike, go ahead. I uh, no, I just said it fucks. That's all. Uh, I'll say it again. It fucks. Fucks. Uh, there wasn't or still aren't a uh, full controller control um, support, um, but the devs are very aware of it and they've been um, trying to make sure it works well on Steam Deck. Uh, oh, so yeah. I I can't wait for this. Hell yeah! Fun. Thursday, September twenty eighth, motherfucking pizza possum. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza I possum. love indie games. Pizza <laughs> PC, Switch, PS5, Xbox Series X. You're goddamn right. You need that next gen power for Pizza Possum. Pizza Possum. Live your ultimate possum dreams in a snackable, chaotic arcade game focused on eating as much food as you can in single player or local co op without getting caught. Pizza Possum looks like a good goddamn time. It's this thing oh is made of your solid, man. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I love it. Uh, hard pivot. Uh, forgive me, Father. Come to all consoles. Previously released on PC. Forgive me, Father is a dark retro horror FPS set in a comic book style world, inspired by the novels of H.P. Lovecraft. As the only one left with full senses, you begin a journey in search of answers and relief. How long can you last? Forgive me, Father has been on my. It, I owned it for a year. <laughs> I have not touched it yet. Um. I have it installed on my Steam Deck. It coming to consoles. It could be my excuse of the 2023 release kind of stuff to to actually talk about it. Maybe I'll play nice. it this weekend. Um, Matt, I think you did. You play a demo for this next one, After Dream. It I sounds familiar. Like 
I feel like you did. Uh, it's a mad ass game, by the way. Uh, after Dream, PC, Switch, PS5, Xbox Series X, get lost in a lucid. Bending the lines between reality and fiction. Utilize the strange camera to navigate through the ghost's mysterious residence. Find the purpose of your nocturnal visit in a vivid and dreamlike setting. Ooh. Yeah, it's a matter of I'm liking this. Yeah. No, you played the other one. Nah, never mind. You played a lot of games. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, on Thursday, uh, Everhood Eternity Edition. Coming to PlayStation and Xbox consoles, uh, the base Everhood game previously released on PC and Switch. The Eternity Edition not coming to PC and Switch. I'm assuming there's going to be DLC. DLC or update, yeah. Or an update or something. Interesting. Uh, An unconventional adventure RPG that takes place in an inexpressible world filled with amusing musical battles and strange, delightful encounters. To put it simply, you are in for a ride. Everhood. Everhood, once again. It fucks. <laughs> Everybody needs no, to play Everhood. No, yeah, yeah I agree. I, I've seen um I've seen gameplay of it and it the, the character like the aesthetic, everything about it's just like this guy fucks. Good yeah. Him. This guy this <laughs> fucks hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know off the top of my head I don't have all the details, but the Eternity Edition comes with new songs, which presumably means new battle encounters. Uh mm-hmm. some of the folks include Lana Rain and fucking disaster piece. Whoa! Um, and a lot, a bunch of other cool folks. Oh, and also, um, I could be wrong. God damn it, Eric! Who is doing the a couple tracks for you? David Weiss. David Weiss. He's doing Everhood stuff. I I think he has an Everhood track. Wow! Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. Cool. Also, Matt, this motherfucker got David Weiss to do. Oh, I know. I was waiting for us to talk about that because holy shit! I know. We'll talk about it during the proper interview. Cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, please play Everhood. It was like such a slept on game it, last year, I think. Arguably, yeah. and I've, I've been quoted on this multiple times. I'm not a fan of Undertale. Everhood does Undertale better. Well, I've never played Undertale. You don't have to. Matt, cool. take it away. <laughs> All right. Coming out Friday, September 29th, Cocoon. Starring, uh, oh, oh, damn it. Nope, moving on. I was going to do my joke again, but nope. Uh, coming out on PC, all <laughs> <Fox>. consoles. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Gutenberg is what I was going to say. Uh, Xbox Game Pass uh, from, help me out here, Mike, uh, Jeppe Collison? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, the lead gameplay designer of Limbo and Inside, Cocoon takes you on an adventure across worlds within worlds. Master world leaping mechanics and solve intricate puzzles to unravel a cosmic mystery. This game, Cocoon, Cocoon is another game. I don't know how how it video games. Yeah, oh, I I have to look at this one because I liked Inside and um, oh my god, what was the other one? Limbo. Limbo. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I like them a lot. I played them with my fiance, who is uh, yeah, she's not exactly. Uh, I wouldn't be insulting her. I wish, wouldn't she think they're not really a gamer? But sure. uh, sitting down together playing those games, yeah, yeah was. <laughs> she was. Uh, she loved it. She really enjoyed those ones. I'm excited. Yeah, for um, Cocoon. Eric, have you, I swear it will connect. Eric, have you ever watched the cinematic masterpiece that is Men in Black? Yes, I have. Of course, I have. Do you know the segment? Uh, spoilers for Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know the whole thing? Uh, the galaxy is on Orion's belt. 
Yes. Uh, Cocoon is the, the galaxy is on Orion's belt. The video game. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Where it's like whole little worlds and these little orbs, like little marbles. Just, okay. Yeah, and you're just going and you carry the marbles around and you go in the marbles to go oh. keep going in the worlds and shit. Uh-huh. It's bonkers. Wait. So you're holding. Okay. Little, I, have watch. I have to watch. Your little little bugaboo. Uh huh. And you're carrying these marbles around, and like you have to bring the marbles to like uh, this this platform kind of thing. You power it up on the platform, and you go in deeper to that's an, cool to in the marble, and you just keep carrying these marbles around. Mm-hmm. So you can take the marble that you jumped into to the other marble, which then you can take that marble. And... So I think like... it's marbleception. Right? Okay, so like the, cool. the, the the marble inside the marble is the stage. So you're uh-huh. going around the stage, and then you go yeah. out of the marble, and then you're carrying that stage with you to interact with a puzzle. But you go into other marbles and other yeah. stages. It's, uh, it's fucking wild. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm very excited for this game. I'm goddamn. You're goddamn right. I'm too dumb for it. Uh, cool. I'm, I'm down. Let's do this thing. Marble Madness Two. <laughs> Bubble Bobble <laughs> Inception. Tommy, Tommy Lee Marble. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we did it. Another flawless podcast. Can't believe it. We're here at the end. Perfection. Eric. Yeah. Plug your shit. <laughs> plug my shit. plug your shit uh okay um time to plug plug it in plug, plug it, it in, in. i'm gonna plug in some lucid lucid uh just got funded on kickstarter boys Woo! yeah Woo-hoo! don't know if we knew that but it happened and i was like get out of here uh so yeah it's funded it's happening uh now it's time for stretch goals and we need your help the call to action is please if you like Celeste, like we do, and if you like Metroidvanias, like we do, wow. go to www.lucidkickstarter.com and back that shit up. Go back that shit up. And like I mentioned <laughs> in the gameplay overview, if you don't have the funds right now, guess what? That's okay. Kickstarter does not take any money away Nothing. until the campaign is over. You don't need to wait for payday. The amount you of messages. Uh, I have to wait to pay them. I'm like, my friend, you don't. It's you don't. it's glorious. If because if there's a tier that has some goodies that like, oh, I, oh this, ooh, it might run out. Yeah, uh, you, you can get it right now. You can right back now. right now, and you can make dreams come true. Don't you want to make dreams come true, people? Listen, come I backed it at that seventy five dollars tier. I want the six one indie. What's up. I want that six one indie name carved in the what was it? It's gonna. <laughs> you're basically getting your name carved in the game on a in a statue, and it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be sick. It's. Uh, I, I, I already want that, know. I want that PD statue. Let's fucking go, bro. It's gonna be rad. I can't wait. And you you could join me in that by backing Lucid on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, socialist Discord. What you got? Uh, yeah, I got a. Go. You got them. <laughs> yeah, I got I got them. I definitely got some. I got all the socials and you can see all the socials at www.lucidkickstarter.com. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Eric, thank you for joining us tonight. I love you very Thanks. much. You're one of my favorite humans in the world. Oh, likewise. I had so much fun. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, Matt, it was great meeting and talking to you. Uh, digitally meeting you. It was it was phenomenal. It was everything I ever wanted. Same, Eric. Same. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dorks. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 61 IndieCast. You can follow us on uh, all the socials. Where, where the fuck you're at nowadays? At 61Indie.com. 61Indie.com. <laughs> That's all you need. 61Indie.com. Like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Goodbye.